All right. So we are joined today by a very special guest, friend of Arona's, Miss Karen. Uh, we recently had a a new chair person <laughs> elected to the school board, uh, and Karen's going to talk a little bit about that with us. But to bring everybody up to speed, I'm going to read a little bit from her excerpt or an excerpt from her bio. Uh, the name of this individual, it's a lady, is Dr. Therese Johnson. And uh, this is what she puts out there for the world to know about her, just to give you a little taste of where this is going to go. Dr. Therese Johnson, who prefers to be called Dr. Therese, for short, I guess, joined the school board in January 2021. She represents all or portions of, okay, and then it talks about the schools that she's over, blah, 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 don't care. Um, In addition to Gwinnett School of Mathematics, Science, and Technology and Maxwell High School, blah, 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 blah. This lady, okay, here we go. Dr. Therese earned a BA from La Universidad del Sagrado Corazón in Puerto Rico. I'm reading this for real. It's Excuse a, me? Yes. And an MBA at Columbia University, another an MBA at Emory University, and she is an educational uh, PhD. Well, Gwinnett will hire anybody, won't they? She's got a lot of brain in those in, in that noggin. <laughs> she is an educational leader, entrepreneur, and teacher. Entrepreneur? Now, now we're about to get to the good stuff. Uh. And I think this might be where we're going to spend most of our time in this conversation. <laughs> she is a diversity, equity, inclusion, and justice professional. Dr. Therese is an advocate, most importantly, an activist, author and artist she is passionate about ethnic and global education and dedicated to multicultural and multilingual learning her current term will expire on december or in december 2024 so welcome to the new america folks and apparently karen please fill us in i understand you have some children that may or may not be of school age um so Yes. Um, four of my school de- school children were in Gwinnett schools last year. One graduated, thank God. Um, the other is a senior this year. And then I have two smaller children. So I started going to school board meetings after seeing some of the lovely comments and things that Miss Johnson's people have wrote and by people i mean the people that follow her on tiktok and twitter and everywhere else that she's on her gang Uh, the comments were basically that only white people can be racist wow well (laughs) we call those people minions by the way Uh, okay well i call my children minions so (laughs) (laughs) that won't really work for me but Maybe Dr. Mm. Therese uh, has has a different word. We might need to uh, check in with the professional, you know. Well, this she, is... She's got all those degrees. Right, but has she ever heard the word cracker? <laughs> <laughs> or I mean, used it liberally. Yeah, or used it. No, you know. she likes to use the word white supremacist for everything. Oh, that's even better. She has, oh, yeah. She has pretty lofty... Uh, You're Hitler. She has a pretty lofty perspective on white people then. Yes, yes. <laughs> Why does she love white people she so much? She loves us. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, apparently, her area of study is not in linguistics, though, because uh, to, for white people to be the only racist individuals, that doesn't really follow the definition of racism. But, you know, 
We're changing definitions of words these days, guys. It's yeah. 2022. We've been we've been doing this for a good eight years now. But so <laughs> obviously I've and seen some fair, videos. To be fair, she didn't say that only white people could be racist. The people that follow her reelect page have said that on numerous occasions and have privately attacked any parent that talks against things that she posts. This crazy, because I've seen videos of this Dr. Therese. It's not a person you want to in a position of power over children, because when most of us growing up in America, we were taught to squelch our inner desire to potentially be racist. And at public schools, that's kind of where you get a lot of mingling with people that are not like you. Right. And so, that's a and that's a good thing. Yeah. And that's the direction that we've been going for a our lives. Right. Um, that that kind of progress. But Karen, would I imagine some of the things that you've seen would lead you to believe that we are now starting to turn and go in a different direction? Do you have have you seen anything like that? History is definitely repeating itself. Um, if you watch the nonpartisan panel that happened not too long ago, just a few days ago, um, you can actually hear people who sat right next to Dr. Johnson, and they point blank talked about their ancestors instead of talking why the Democrat and the Republican are supposedly important for elections. And just for clarification's sake, I don't belong to any <laughs> any of the little label groups. But hallelujah, they, they keep saying that only Republicans have a problem with this. And if you actually look back in video, I spoke before the board last July. Not only did I speak and say that the elephant and the donkey need to leave the room because this is about children's education, but two other parents said the exact same thing. But according to Miss Johnson, nothing was ever said like that. But that happened in July, and this is now January. So, so have, I think to me, if well, here's uh, something that's probably not too surprising. None of us three men here that make up ignore the rant have children. So we are not <laughs> as directly impacted as you and other parents of school age children in our area would be. But I would imagine if I were to be brought on uh, as like a consultant of what to do about this is you got to get a coalition of black parents to think that all of this is bullshit and to speak out against it because she's not going to listen to white people airing out their grievances because she's clearly on a war path of correcting a lot of the wrongs from the past that she thinks that is now for her to do. Well, okay. it almost yeah. sounds like though, uh, you know, and Karen, correct me if I'm wrong, that she leaves basically a lot of the outlandish things to be said to her supporters but does not actually come back around to uh, say anything negative about those views. Um, but she's never actually saying them herself. Um, she has made a few posts before Cogna got involved because we did have Cogna called in on us, um, which means our credentials could be taken away from our school system because of this nonsense. So she did have them called in. She did get a thousand dollar fine. They, from my understanding, they read over Sorry, uh, what we were going to ask you is, um, what was it? Cogna. Was it Cogna? What does that mean? What is, is, that, is that? A, that? Is that a person or is it a procedure? It's a group that watches over the school boards to make sure they're doing their job. Ah, 
I might so know somebody they, that works for them. They have an ethic code that they have to follow, kind of like our government, but we know how well that works. Oh, yeah. So Very well. they're supposed to follow that. These come in and do checks and balances. Um, they found, I want to say, three of our board members guilty. I know Blair was one. And of course, Miss Johnson. Guilty so of what? So they got fined and were told to clean up their act. And she actually still has a court date for the second, I want to say it's the second time being in trouble. It might be the third, but in, I think it's the second. In trouble for what? Yeah, what is she guilty of? <laughs> for not following the rules the way that she's supposed to. She has ethic violations. Oh. Uh, do you know what the exact for ethics being violations are, though? Off the top of my head, I do not. Um, I do know that they did the way that it read from what little bit I had got to see. It was a kind of her post not being politically correct. So, in other words, calling out white people for not being smart enough to wear masks and for not wanting to go. Uh, basically, white people were ready to go back to school and they weren't as smart as the brown and black people who knew we should stay home and stay online. Oh, come on. Our president said that uh, even the Asian and the brown kids are just as smart and as talented look, as white hey, kids. Hey, the brown kids got it, man. You just stay oh, we're at home. Are Biden? And, and, and Biden's <laughs> going to send you a check every month. You'll, you'll be all right. I'm just saying our You're dear leader right. has already gotten this all cleared up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, I mean, it was supposed to be utopia as soon as he took office. I mean, what's going on? It's on back order. It's oh, it's in a shipping container somewhere in the Pacific. But well, they're still working on his racism. They have to figure out how to clean that up first. Yeah, this is called more meds. I mean, Kamala cleaned that up by actually being the vice president. I thought because you know she gave him the racist plug and then took it away when she became vice president. That wasn't a coincidence. Well. That's a whole convoluted story for another discussion. Well, let me ask you, Karen. Is he talking about Kamala? (laughs) Kamala Ding Dong. Here's, you know, the elephant in the room, kind of, when it comes to education, though. We're trying to get the elephant out of the room. Okay. I'm just identifying said (laughs) elephant. Well, I identify. Anyway. As the mouse. (laughs) Fuck that elephant. (laughs) Scare that elephant. CRT. Critical race theory. Uh, uh, what is her view or how does it sound her view has been of uh, such a thing? Let me guess. I do believe she made a post um, not that long ago where she actually is for it and for all of us learning about what the Indonesian people went through, which I find interesting because I know who my ancestors were. And she has actually going to have a problem because Senator Burt Jones is actually investigating her for such things. Um, I don't know if they'll be able to connect her with that or not, but there is an investigation going on now. But He's the asked for her to be investigated. The post that she's made, though, um, regarding that, uh, what is usually the you know, temperament of those? It's usually a she's for it. So she thinks that it's a good idea. From Mm -hmm. what I've seen, she is very much for anything where white people can be reminded that we are horrible human beings and we need to ask for forgiveness. What does she think about Native Americans? That would be my question to her. I would be like, yeah, yeah. You want to talk critical race theory? Let's let's go there. 
Let's go there. She would say that there are fellow travelers on this path. However, their fight isn't here in the school. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm just saying. So like, I guess I'm not allowed what she to thinks. be in the fight then because I am a Native American descendant. Yeah. So am I. Yeah. So am I. Here's the thing. It's obvious. We this this show has done uh, extensive work calling out wokeism and crazy progressive ideologies and this if any of our listeners are curious of who we're talking about you can go on youtube and just type in therese acting scary and therese is spelled t-a-r-e-c-e and you will see who we're talking about and she's doing like a tribal war dance in her backyard for black lives matter right so it's clear that she's and it's in her own bio that she's an activist she's seeking equity um now that she's taken over um, the school board and you have children that are in these schools, have they come home with any noticeable differences in the curriculum that they are being taught? So far, no. Um, one of my children is in an IEP, which the online did not help at all. Uh, the other child is fine. And my oldest, I'm not worried about because he has no problems reminding them that African-Americans were not the only slaves in America. I've actually got phone calls about that. Talk to the gentleman about that one. At which point I asked them to show me where he's wrong. Like, show me where my son is wrong, because I know my ancestors went to white man's school. Actually, please bring up that story, because I love uh, your your son, especially that that story you told me. Um, So he was in school and they were going to make him write a, a paper about slavery and the African-Americans and what happened. At which point he basically told them that every ethnic group has been slaves at some point in time. And were we going to be able to include that in the paper? And he got in trouble and he was like, but I'm not wrong. It's the truth. Like my ancestors were slaves. Well, the didn't Irish he also wanted, slaves. Didn't he also want to do a paper on a, an African-American slaver? Yes, I don't remember the gentleman's name, but he was like, well, if I have to do it on only African-Americans, can I do it on this gentleman who owned slaves himself after being free? Yes. And the teacher did not like that and told him no. So then she, I was like, first off, tell me where he's wrong on any of the other information. And secondly, explain why he can't do that. Yeah. It still fits the assignment. But it doesn't fit the narrative. Right. And that is the point that I'm trying to get at is that there's a narrative being taught in schools and that's nothing new, but it's being a little hyper sensationalized in a very particular direction. And I saw on Facebook, which is white man shame, which is white man shame, which is an app I'm rarely on. But I, I didn't know who this person was, Dr. Therese, until uh, she was voted in as the, the board director and the litany of friends and mutual friends that I have that are parents were losing their minds because it was just pretty much like, okay, well, this person's already raised a lot of stink about all of this social justice movement stuff, and she's trying to implement it. Uh, now, you can't just come in on day one and say, all right, that's it. We're only going to learn this history, and we're getting rid of all of the assignments you know, six weeks ago. So it has to be slowly seeped in. To where things become unacceptable, like your son's assignment choice. Um, now, this doesn't directly have much to do with what we're talking about, but I think it runs tangentially with it. Uh, 
uh, do they have a, a mask mandate for school children? All of Gwinnett has a mask mandate. What's funny about that is Fulton a week ago stopped having a mask mandate. All of the counties around Gwinnett no longer have a mask mandate. So it's just us. So we still have it. Now we're getting somewhere. Okay, so that's an actual... Gwinnett strong. That's an actual <laughs> actionable policy that comes from her. And it comes from her office. They like to say that it doesn't, but we were given, supposedly, once we get down to a certain number, it'll go away. Now, and a it, lot of people like to say, oh, that doesn't come from the board. It's individual schools, but. Uh-huh. But now, <laughs> is there a specific type of mask that they're making them wear, or will any old mask do? Any old mask will do, as long as your face is covered. That's funny, because, you know, I hear a lot from the progressives and from the activists and the people that have been touting equity and all this other garbage that you should follow and trust the science. Uh, am I, uh, was my ears over the last yeah, two yeah, years yeah. mistaken me? No, man. Because yeah. I remember science is in, man. I, I remember hearing in. recently that the CDC, you know, the, the arbiter of science has now come out and made it be known that due to scientific research, those cloth masks don't do shit at all. There, there's no real reason to even have a mask mandate because Unless you have everybody in a KN95, you're not you're you're in performative theater. Even an N95 is not going to do it. I'm telling no, you, no. I'm, 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 I'm hitting at the <laughs> softest point of the argument. Yeah, I know. I hear you. Oh, yeah. but then you, if you follow the science, they actually tell you not to put children in masks. So, so it sounds like yeah, we got a science denying progressive uh, BLM activist. They don't fit in charge them right. of school. They don't make a mask that fits kids. No. They don't. And that, kids it, kids that are is, nasty. Let's not even pretend. Kids look, are nasty, and they're yeah. going to touch their mask, and they're going to touch Johnny's shoe, and then they're going to touch their mask again. But don't you find that interesting, that the children are the future and all that shit, but they don't make a mask that'll fit a kid? Because we and hate kids. <laughs> they don't even make a, hey, they don't even make a gas mask. If, if we get poison gassed, they don't make a gas mask that fits a kid. Think about that. Think about that just for a second. Hmm. Why? Why is that? He must hate these kids. They must not like kids. But, okay, so Karen, has there been any discussion or anything on, like, the student school schedule? Like, is there a deadline or, like, uh, an expiration date on this mass mandate? Or is it just imperfect? Perpetuity. 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 Sorry, I went to school. Once we get our numbers to this certain point, <laughs> <laughs> he is a graduate of Gwinnett County. Yes. Yeah, yeah. What was that? Oh, well, that's cool. I'm from Austell. Hey, hell yeah, good for you. I missed the answer to the the question on the deadline on masks. I'm sorry. There's no deadline. It is a supposedly once we hit the number they want us to be at, then we'll go back. But. They've also, which I can send you the video on that, um, in August, they had a meeting where they were talking about the mask mandates and discussing how they wanted to try but didn't know how legally they could make mandates for the children to have this vaccine. Oh, shit. Did you now? Now, I'd heard about that this week. Did you hear what they're trying to do? They're trying to give kids one tenth of the adult Give them some microdoses of the adult to slowly dose. build up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, uh, well, if, if you actually I, look it up, they've they accidentally given over 200 children the adult dose instead right. of the kids' dose by 
accident. Yeah, yeah. It, so that, whoops, that's whoopsie. already happened. Whoopsie. whoopsie they should have had their mask on. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> they couldn't see the dosage yeah. over their mask. Yeah. Whoopsie. <laughs> so, Karen, now, though uh, this, uh, you know, Dr. Tyrese, um, you know, though she's now the superintendent, um, she's still been part of the board for for a little while, correct? She is still part of the board. Um, well, she but prior is, to this. The superintendent is Dr. Calvin Watts. Mm-hmm. Um, our old superintendent was uh, Will Banks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they joined her and Karen, uh, became part of the board with Blair. And shortly thereafter, when we started having to do digital and everything else, everyone decided... I don't know who exactly everyone is, but that Mr. Watts was not doing a good job or Mr. Wilbanks. Sorry, Mr. Wilbanks wasn't doing a good job. So they fired him. I don't know how any of you feel about money, but I like my money. So they fired him. They had to pay him to pay out his contract after they fired him. They're calling it retirement. That's not what it was. He was fired. We had to pay his contract. And then we had to pay a new superintendent who only took, I think, two months for them to find the same amount for a new contract. But my main point is she was on the uh, board prior to this, correct? Yes, she's on the board. She's been on the board since last year or whenever this January 2021 has been two years now of this bullshit. And during the time that she has been part of the board, what are some of the egregious things that she personally has said and or slash done. Okay. So as part of the board, we used to be able to have an unlimited amount of speakers. Now we have 30 people that can speak. You get three minutes. That's all you get three minutes to speak. Um, And you have to submit what you plan on speaking about to the board and they have to approve you to speak before the board. Oh, Lately, geez. go ahead, Ryan. No, that's that's problematic on the face of it. No, okay. I would, well, I would no, no, just no. put some bullshit yeah. in there and then get up front of the board and go yeah. fuck off. It's simple problem solving yeah, that's uh, lesson here, children. Yeah, um, you lie. <laughs> it's, the, it's the same way that anybody gets through college. You yes. write the paper that the professor wants, wants you to, to write. Yes. You, it's not a platform for you to put your own shit out there so you get by that you subvert your own message uh to them so that you can get your real message out because that's how they got to where they're at yes it's very easy you just do their shit back to them that's exactly the way you do it but speaking of that i'm curious um because i am kind of an outsider as far as being a parent um is there any efforts that you're aware of or have you heard anything where parents are planning on or maybe already getting together forming groups making coalitions to counteract some of this stuff that's going on in our school system so we are fighting to try to get parents choice for schools which means the government has to give me my money back for me to take my kid where i want my kid to go oh that that's not gonna happen (laughs) government does not ever give anything back they're fighting for that Um, we're also working on like thank god for senator Clint Dixon, he got it to the board panel. They approved it. It went to the Senate for the nonpartisan because we don't want a D and an R by their name. That way people have to actually research before they vote people in for the board. So he actually got it approved with the Senate or helped get it there. And now it has to go to the House. 
So hopefully the House says yes, Gwinnett can be nonpartisan. Okay, so let, let me ask something. Do you vote for these people? I don't get to vote, but for my district. And guess who is not in my district? <laughs> my district is not hers. So we vote. Um, I'm from, like I said, I'm from Austell. So Cobb County has seven people on their school board. Do you know how many Gwinnett has? 39. Five. Gwinnett <laughs> has five people. Um, we are a bigger community than Cobb. Yes. And we have less people to represent our district. That's insane. That's why I said 39. There should be at least 39 of them. My God. So, so I've already got like sounds- seven new neighborhoods coming around me where I live exactly. Seven new places are being built. Gwinnett's the, it's been the biggest growing county since I moved here. Yeah. And for a solid decade. Known as, and for a solid decade known as the 90s, it was the fastest growing county in the nation. Yeah. And in particular single years, it has maintained that since then. But it sounds to me like, and here's a lesson, children, <laughs> that should be taught in schools. Uh, that sounds to me like taxation or without representation. It does. Just a smidge. Absolutely. And I think that there was uh, a little party that was thrown to let it be known that they weren't down with that shit. So maybe there needs to be a Gwinnett County School Tea Party. So you have five board members for how many schools? Oh, God. Oh, gosh. I think I tried to look it up and it said there was 150 or more. Yeah, easily. So that's what, like, if you divvied it up, what, that's like 40 schools a person or something. Remember, remember, you're talking to a graduate of Gwinnett Schools. Yeah. I don't know why you're doing that math. I don't know why you're looking at me this way. I can't do that math. (laughs) But, okay, so... Uh, it, it it it's almost like you know it's the, set up to this, be as con- it's convoluted like the, as far. the state trooper that I read about in Washington. There's a state trooper somewhere in Washington State that he is the only state trooper for 510 miles. Yeah, he his whole his whole thing is 510 miles. Yeah, due to lack of uh, lack uh, of density. Yeah, uh, scarcity yeah. of people. Right. Gwinnett County needs some scarcity. Yeah, of people. it does. We got it, too could, damn many. it could use that. That's why I say five people for that many schools. That's not enough. No, it's not enough. I'm people. curious, Karen. Do you know? And you might not know the answer, and that's totally fine. Do you know if that's due to lack of interest in people running for these positions, or is it set up so that there's a cap on that number? It's set up that way. Ooh. It's set up that we have five. Is that a is is it a political thing? I it's the way that the map was done. Um, they did reach out to parents and they gave us two choices for maps to get us to vote on. So parents did vote for which way they wanted it to be sliced out. Um, but there was not an option that I saw where I could say, "Hey, uh, five people is not enough." Wow. Like it doesn't make sense. So this this sounds like it's a situation that needs to be elevated beyond the school board level and all the way up to the Gwinnett County Commissioner. Um, and so I think I think it's a good thing that parents see this because I, I would I would imagine that before Dr. Therese came on board that the interest level of parents in their children's schooling was probably lackluster. I can speak from experience. My parents didn't give a fuck who was on whatever board when I was going through high school. Well, the pandemic changed that. But now that you have activists sitting on boards and having actual power over your children, it's going to necessitate actual involvement from parents, which I personally believe is a good outcome of this situation. As shitty as it might be now, 
I think the only appropriate measure would be to get involved and to join in parent groups that share similar ideals and correct the wrongs that got us to this position to where one person like that can't hold that much weight, whether it be an activist for BLM or uh, somebody on the complete right, right. other side. Maybe especially uh, in the school system. Yes, that's the you know decentralize it just a little bit more, yeah, yeah. and and have more people that are closely related to your local community be the one that's calling the shots. Yep. Because then they have to answer to the mother that they're waiting behind the grocery store line. Because exactly. I guarantee you, Doctor Therese probably doesn't even live in Gwinnett County. Now she does, but her children go to private school. Oh, <laughs> of course they do. Well, fuck it yeah. out. With that, what that four hundred grand she makes a year? Yeah, she can send them to private school. I, okay, well, in that case, there's. If I was going at county commissioner, I'd write a law that you cannot be in a position of power over a school board that you yourself aren't even uh, utilizing. So what? therefore, Blair could not be either because he has no children. What What did they make? What did they make as a commissioner? I have or, no idea. On the school board. I mean, Apparently it's public they make information. Enough you can because when it she was fined a thousand dollars, she said, "Well, that's not a lot. I can get it paid off." Well, all all some. I'll, all I was saying before is like somebody like me has no business being on a school board, especially saying alls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> with, a Z, with a fucking Z. Um, but my I'm point sorry, is, you, is Gwinnett? you went to school in Gwinnett. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. that's, She's that's got you measured. That's what you got look, to look forward to there. Uh, we're all learning a lot about Jimbo tonight. Uh, <laughs> but my point is, is I don't have children, therefore I should not be eligible to sit on any board of any school, right. anything. It's me, yes. Because what if what I wanted was in the worst interest of the children of the community? And I also think that I shouldn't be paying taxes on the little fuckers. I'm, <laughs> excuse my language. I, I don't think my property tax, I don't think I should be taxed. That's the biggest part of my property tax. 11, 12, 13, 1400 bucks goes to schools. And these little bastards are... Just terrorizing well, everything. Well, but and if you are paying, then you should have some say so in it. Then, if it's going to be open the, like this, exactly, I should. Yeah, I should have say so. I mean, I'm going to, to your board, board meeting. Board meetings. You. Maybe you could tell them you don't want your money wasted for the 30 leos that they have at the board meetings. There you go. And now they have metal detectors. So Ooh. maybe you could tell them you don't want your money used for that. Okay, I won't take my keys, but let, <laughs> I want to go to the board meeting with you. When is that? Yeah, let's go to the board meeting. There are board meetings every month. Um, it's usually on a Thursday. Ah. We're going. We're well, going to do a podcast from a board meeting. I've got two questions, uh, Karen, based on that, actually, because, um, you know, we've talked a little bit about this. Um, first off, and um, I'm curious, with all the new uh, temperament of the public with everything, the government is putting a lot towards... Uh, people that speak out, especially at meetings as such, um, to be almost directly looked at as domestic terrorists. Does that in any way affect your want? Or have you heard from other parents that it does um, you know, affect their want to speak at uh, so the meetings? That association is no longer a part of Gwinnett. Gwinnett backed out of being a part of the teacher association because of that letter that was sent to the FBI. So the FBI? while that wait was a, a threat wait, wait. and they did come back out and, you know, 
oh, you found out about me. My hand got slapped. Let me say I'm so sorry for something that I did. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I missed miss something. What is this? Get yeah. back to the FBI. I miss yeah, wait, what, what letter? Talk to us yeah. like we don't know what we're talking yeah, about. We this shouldn't be hard, yes, by the way. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Like you're talking um, to talk your you children. Talk to you like you went to Gwinnett. Yeah. So <laughs> they sent a letter to the FBI saying that parents who speak out basically against them are terrorist and they needed police help which is funny because they want to kick the police out of our school how dare them yes that's insane so terrorists call the parents terrorists yes they're trying to make the parents into terrorists so what happened was it got found out they got slapped on the wrist by the parents and told that they were bad and Gwinnett because of the bad publicity by the teachers association backed out from the teachers association and is no longer involved with them because they don't want the backlash but yet wow. we're still being censored if they don't want to hear what we have to say oh, by we're being going told, to a board oh meeting. we have 30 people then already well, I can't and, wait to go to a board. Meeting. I, can't wait. I, can't no, I don't know any of this shit. I don't know any of this stuff. Now, Karen, um, you have told me, and I, I mean, me knowing Karen, I, she's the perfect person to uh, speak at these meetings. Uh, I mean, to call her outspoken <laughs> it would be an interesting way of putting things. Uh, I mean, she definitely she'll let you know what her mind is. Um, you're now, gonna be, you're I know gonna be her hype man. Oh, oh, I'd love, I'd love to be. <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> anyway, continue, carry on. Um, so she has shared with me previous to the recording tonight that she is going to speak, um, at the at next meeting. I'm assuming, or is I'm it? I'm going to try to sign up for March, assuming they allow me to speak. I've it, only spoke before the board one time. When you submit something to them, is it just like the subject matter, like a one line headline? Like I'm going to talk about, you know equity with fifth graders or is it more than that like do you have to submit an entire speech and have them proofread it no it's just what you want your speech to be about okay. so basically the last time i put um equality as what i wanted to talk about and of course i got approved because um, <laughs> they had never seen my name before and they did not connect me to what uh, what was going on. Hey, they've never so, seen our names they've before. They've never seen our names for real, yes. They'll remember Ooh. it, though. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying, like, one of our school board members, her name is Karen. So, to be fair, <laughs> my name's not that uncommon. <laughs> but would you mind reading us what you are uh, planning on reading? Or is that something you'd like to leave until the meeting? It's something I kind of would like to leave until the meeting. Um, if for some weird reason they decide not to let me go on, I would happily come back at a different time if you wanted me back to read it. Oh, we're, we're going to need to do an update after the meeting, especially if yeah. we go. Yeah, no doubt. We're going to be talking about it regardless. Yeah, we might do a podcast from the meeting. <laughs> well, yes, uh, you might want to record video because you'll see all kinds of fun stuff where people are recording other people's children. To try to ag them on to act bad. Um, you'll see people who are flat out calling other people racists and other things and trying to edge them on to get them to misbehave oh. so they can get it on video. Dudes, we were built for this. 
<laughs> we were. We were made for this. We were. Now, because you see all this stuff happening online, and it's like in Spokane, Washington, or somewhere in Wisconsin. I didn't think it was happening here, because I thought that, you know, our area had its shit together a little better. I'm, I'm, I'm a little surprised to hear that it's right here in our backyard, to be honest with you. I, I need to know if you have to have a kid to go to a board meeting. You I need do to not. Know this. Don't bring kid scissors because they'll arrest you. Okay. Oh shit! <laughs> well, damn it! Now I got to rethink my I'll whole bring wardrobe. my switchblade. Uh, <laughs> I, I still got a plastic shift somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a plastic spork. I'll bring my spork. Uh, no, but what I I, I really do. I want to know if I can speak at a board meeting without having any kids. Well, if because I pay if, taxes. Well, I pay property tax every year. Well, Doug, if somebody with no kids can be on the damn board, then I'm sure that you can speak at it. Yeah. Yes, Blair has no children, so I'm sure you could give your own input as well. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. We See, might- and that's the horseshit of them being able to go through everyone that's going to speak. So it can be like, oh, this person's problematic. So regardless of what they're bringing up, we don't want them to talk. Well, like like I said before. Uh, personally, I don't. I think it would be better that people with children in the system are the ones that are a part of this. However, if that's not how it's operating, and that's not how it, that's not the expectation, I'm jumping. Then in. have a free fucking field day at it. Yeah, yeah. All right. If the if if the teachers are away, the kids will play, yeah. baby. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Wh- which one of us is going to do the uh, you know a whole thing about the Nuremberg Code? We'll just read word for word I'll let that you guy because yeah. you you found that guy. Now there's a guy <laughs> on hilarious. there's a guy online. I think his name is like Alex Weinstein. Uh, he's gotten a pretty good amount of notoriety nationally because he goes to these meetings and he and he has to do the same thing you were talking about, Karen, where you have to submit. Uh, a portion of what you wanted to discuss right, to right. them and then they approve you or not. And you have three minutes and this guy's out of Dallas and, um, and he's gone viral for doing raps about hand sanitizer and vaccines. And he's so over the top saying the words that they say that it makes it obvious how obnoxious and ridiculous that entire stance is. So he, he'll take something like masks are good. And then he'll say, because it because it makes everybody else as crazy as me right. and then I start to feel more normal because now everyone else has a condition. Right. Um so yeah. I, now you can actually see all the board members and all the meetings online. You can go onto the Gwinnett site, you can see all of the stuff that's happened at the board meetings, but you won't see the crazy behind the person at the podium. Okay. Uh. But if you can record then uh then we'll 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 try to change that. Yeah. All right. Well, we're closing up on this portion of the show. Karen, is there anything that you wanted to discuss that we have not asked or that you have not had an opportunity to uh talk about at this point? Not really. Uh just that everybody needs to research before they vote because like you said, um it's a little weird to have grown men that don't have children on the board. So I'm not sure why Blair wants to go over all of Georgia education, but it's definitely something you should research. And he put our lovely Miss Johnson in the chair she's in now. So they really, if they don't like the way her TikTok videos are and her posts, they probably should not uh, vote Blair. See, that's that, that I would be the perfect counter for that. Them dudes on the board with no kids. I could walk in there and I could say, uh, sir, how old are you? Do you have any Even children? In his 20s, I think. Do you have any children in this school? Oh, you don't? I don't either. 
So what the fuck are either one of us doing here? Yeah. <laughs> why, why, why are either one of us in this room right now? And and I would and I would question. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's that's the ultimate. I mean, what the fuck, man? If you don't have kids and you're on a school board, well, and uh, these are what is are they pedophiles? <laughs> huh? Could be. <laughs> she's pleading. Could the fifth. be. Yeah. yeah. She's gonna. She's not gonna answer that. No. But here's the main thing about all of this, and that I mean, it's been stated elsewhere, and we've stated it on this podcast that at that level of uh, politics, this is where we should be voting the most. Because by the time somebody's getting up to run for governor or president or whatever else, these are the levels they're usually starting out at. So in order to make sure that the idiots of the you know movement aren't the ones put in place, we should be voting more on these low-level uh, positions because letting them in, even at the lowest level, ensures that they're going to stick around on layers above that what do we always say politics is local yeah yeah absolutely you can't get more local than your kids in school all right well karen we appreciate you coming on look forward to seeing you at some school board meetings and hopefully having you on again to give some uh progress reports this could be fun on uh on our fucked up local school system (laughs) so thank you so much for coming on no problem thanks for having me guys all right and that'll do it for uh for that interview. Oh yeah. Whew, I need a beer after that yeah, one. Yeah, you do.